start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old U.S. of A. Hey, Andrew and I are in the studio. We're just hanging out and taking it easy this morning. We got a Facebook Live going on, thanks to Imperial RV and everybody. Got a bunch of people online already. Let me say hi to uh, Charles and John and Bob. Michael, Tony, Kenny, uh, Fishing Dave, Brandon, everybody, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Happy 4th to everybody as well. Hey, the show is brought to you in part by our good friends out at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage out in Carlisle. That's where I hang out with uh, my some of my gear, and they do a great job. It's 24-hour, 24-7 uh, access. I mean, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. They will take good care of you out there. They got security gates. Cameras are up. Uh, it's only $60 a month if you want to get a 12 by 50. That's 12 feet wide by 50 feet long assigned spot. They've got discounts for multiple spots. If you need to have a, you know, your trailer, your camper, uh, your fishing boat, um, whatever. I mean, whatever you would normally need storage in, uh, just uh, give them a holler at uh, 515-822-1362. And Tracy, Dick, and Danielle will take great care of you. They do a wonderful job down there. So tell them I sent you. So we did, uh, I did some tweaking. Good morning, James. Good to see you, Jimmy. Good morning, uh, Jeff. How are you? God bless you. And, uh, thank you so much, Brandon. Good morning, man. we got a lot of people on Facebook live this morning. Uh, thank you everybody. I appreciate that. Hey, did you see the new look on the, on the Facebook live? Have you, did you notice what we did? Huh? We did some dressing up on there. So that's, uh, just trying to make everything better for you. You turn uh, heads up, heads up just a hair. That's better. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're absolutely welcome, Dan. All right. Am I? Am I? Yeah. I'll, I'll say, yeah, for now. Am I? Well, that's very temporary. Kind of, it's kind of you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm a kind guy. You are a kind guy. So next Saturday, we're going to be doing the show live. <laughs> you know, what's really bad about this setup now is I've got, uh, I'm getting pictures at my, my trail cameras as I'm doing the show because <laughs> see the last six, the last six months or so I've done Facebook live on my, on my, uh, my phone. So now we now that we got the the studio stuff fixed up um, on the stream, I'm able to use my phone uh, and still get other stuff. And it's like this is not good because I'm getting all these deer alerts. Yep. Now yep. I, I want to go look at the pictures. But Distraction I, City. I'm telling you, squirrel. You know, <laughs> ADD. There's a, there's another one right there. There's another one. See, look at that picture. That old tactic cam reveals working hard for me this morning. And it's killing me. Good morning, Matt, my buddy. Matt is my buddy in Pennsylvania that's going to go to Montana with me to film. So 
looking squirrel. forward. Yeah, looking forward to that. Hit Fred Sanford for me. Fred Sanford. Yeah, for you. For what? Fred Sanford. You big dummy. Oh, you. Big yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Fred Sanford. I forgot about what that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you big dummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's for Andrew. Yeah, when well, he, I'm not a big dummy. Well, yeah, because you keep saying squirrel. <laughs> but speak, hey, speaking of squirrels, we're going to talk about squirrels today. So uh, I guess that's kind of apropos. So next Saturday, I'll be doing the show live out at the iCubs. And uh, what we're going to do is uh, I think I got I think I got 20 tickets left. Um, I think I'm going to give away some tickets. Uh, I'll probably give a couple pair away today. And then uh, we'll do that for trivia. And then I'm going to give the rest of them away next Saturday. You can just, uh, whoever wants to meet me after the show at the Cubs, I'm going to also have some extra swag to give out. Um, I just dropped off the 500, 500 Sportsman's Warehouse hats Ooh. to the iCubs yesterday. Nice. So that's all there and uh, ready to go. And then, uh, so the first 500 people that come through the gates next Saturday night is going to get a WorkSharp sharpener free of charge from courtesy of workshop sharpeners. And then I guess when they leave, you're going to get a sportsman's warehouse hat. So you got two nice things when you get up to get out there. And then when you, uh, when you leave, you get a hat. So that's pretty nice of the Cubs to do that. Very and, nice. And sportsman's warehouse. That's a lot of hats, man. That's, that's a lot of, hats. it took up my whole truck. <laughs> hundred hats worth. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Good morning, Dennis. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Yeah, Tacticam. Jeff's going, Tacticam. That, that Tacticam reveal does a good job, man. That's awesome. So, I'm happy with that. So, hey, give me a thumbs up on uh, Facebook Live if you're watching us. Do you like the uh, the ticker? you like the moniker uh, the, on there, the way we have the screenshots now? It's just not looking at me. So, it, uh, yeah, I think it looks a lot better, Andrew, don't you? It looks nice. It's slick. You're finally using technology. Well, I had to learn. You wouldn't. You have no idea how long it took me to learn how to do that yesterday. Yeah, technology's hard. It's not for the faint of heart. I'm telling you, it, it's crazy. It, it I had it to, changes so rapidly though. I had to go get a thing called OBS, and then download that, and learn how to use that, and then sync that up to my computer. Thank you, man. Well, I'm telling. I'm not high tech. Trust me. I had I had to call. I called. I think three or four different people yesterday trying to get through this thing. And I had to find a a, a, key, a a security key for Facebook for the stream, which took me like two hours. And then and then the URL, I had to find out where to put the URL. So I was on I was on YouTube like five times yesterday watching tutorials on how to how to just put graphics and uh, tickers and stuff on Facebook Live. And crazy, it is crazy. I'm getting old, man. <sighs> I remember when we just had <laughs> tablets. <laughs> it's crazy and it's and then, and then we got we're, we're working on something huge uh i you know i don't know how long it's going to take me to get this put together but i talked to larry mack yesterday larry mccoy from uh respect the game tv and he loved the idea and very soon you're going to be able to listen to some of your favorite podcasts all on one thing that's that's strictly going to be all hunting and fishing so I'm working on that. I'm hoping to have that done by October uh, when people are out, you know, wanting something to listen to while they're hunting and, and stuff like that. So this is July. So if I get it done sooner, I will. But um, And then if, you, if you're a podcaster, 
and you you know you're looking for a way to get uh, more clicks on your podcasts, this is something you might want to get a hold of me about, and I'll and uh, I'll tell everybody once I get the everything in place. But Andrew and I are going to start working on that next week, and uh, you know I I think between that and the radio show here, the radio show in St. Louis, and the TV show. Um, we'll, we'll have a lot of people, uh, doing it. Will you, will you, uh, hit that door for me, please? Todd, good morning, Todd from the Boy Scouts from Troop 102 serving breakfast at the Leon Rodeo. Well, thank you, Todd. And God bless you in the, in the Troop 102. Good morning. Thank you, Charles. Now you just need to get the, the feed hooked up to YouTube. I'm, I'm working on that too, Charles. I'm working on that too, buddy. A lot of stuff to work on. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff to work on. So. So anyway, next week at the Cubs uh, at 9 o'clock, I'll meet you in the parking lot if you want to come out, and uh, I'll hook you up with some stuff, and we'll go from there. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a neat deal. We're going to be giving away um, Saturday night at the game. We're giving away a $1,000 elite bow, like in the 7th or 8th inning. We got a four $400 grizzly cooler we're giving away. We got a $250 gift card to Sportsman's Warehouse we're giving away. And uh, and then the Cubs have got stuff they're giving away. It's, it's, next week is to celebrate the outdoors. Good morning, Ned. Thank you very much, Ned. Good to see you. How you doing, bud? Uh, so they're going to have the DNR there uh, and I think some conservation groups. So And then next Saturday, we're going to have one of the Cubs pitchers on the show. Which is going to be big. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll let you talk to one of the Cubs pitchers that likes to hunt and fish. So I'm not going to tell awesome. you. I can't tell you who it is yet. We can't give it away yet. No, I'll, I'll tell you next Saturday. But yeah. it's, it's a it's big. It it's, is big. It's, it's big. So that's going to be good. Yeah. So we'll have well next Saturday will be a fun show to I do. I might talk to him. Yeah, well, you can. We'll uh, you'll be able to talk to him through your microphone. Yeah. Yeah, because he'll be on the phone. Yeah. Exactly. I'll. I'll give them a couple couple questions. You think they'll have hot dogs at the press box next Saturday morning for oh, breakfast? You think I'll have hot dogs for breakfast? I, I you think, think Cubby Bear might come by? Oh, yeah, that has to be. We have to talk to him. Yeah. Does Cubby, Cubby Bear doesn't talk. Well, he, he moans and groans and stuff. Translation can be possible. That'd be like, that'd be, uh, I don't know. You think? Yeah. I don't know. It'd be great. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. How many, how many radio stations say they've had Cubby Bear on? Oh, I'm sure a lot. Oh, I'm sure. I'm but, sure he doesn't just give himself away. Oh, he goes around all over the place. Oh, man. Yeah. I like the, Cubby Bear, though. Yeah. Yeah, Cubby Bear is always a lot of fun. Hard to be mad at him. He was fishing the other day. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, yeah. He was fishing in the river. So I had a couple emails this week about uh, s- squirrels. And it's like... Squirrel! Yeah. Squirrels are becoming very, very, very popular for dinner in a lot of people's uh, homes. And some people say, what? Squirrel? And I said, yeah, squirrel. I mean, people have been eating squirrels forever. Squirrel's a great protein. Good morning, Rick. Good to see you, buddy. Happy 4th. Um, Squirrel season in Missouri opens up on May 22nd. Now, our squirrel season doesn't open up until September. I think it's September 5th. I don't understand why we don't open up when Missouri does. What's the reason for that? I just don't know if there's as much of a following of squirrel hunting here as there is in Missouri. Well, that's probably true. I think that's true. I think I th- I don't know if there there are a lot of folks that do like to squirrel hunt though. Yeah, I'm not they, saying there's not. Yeah, yeah but Missouri it's like a holiday, man. Yeah. When squirrel season <laughs> opens up, it's usually around Memorial Day. Yep. 
Black bass season and the streams opens up and so do squirrels. But I mean, I grew up squirrel hunting. I mean, that's how I cut my teeth, no pun intended, uh, back in, uh, <laughs> there's another deer picture. Uh, back in the day, um, I mean, that's where my uncle and my dad used to, you know, that's how I learned about, you know, tracking and, uh, you know, looking for sign and stuff like that. I, you know, woodsmanship, that's where I learned a lot of that was from squirrel hunting. And it's really one of the most eco economical ways to get kids into hunting. Yeah. Doesn't cost a lot. You get them a 410 or a 20 gauge and you get out there, you know, a box of shells and, you know, get out. One of my favorite times to go squirrel hunting was after a good rain. Cause you can sit, you can just stand by a tree in the timber and just listen to the rain falling, uh, after a rain. Cause the squirrels are jumping around trying to find nuts and other stuff to eat. And you know that you'll hear that rain dropping as they're bouncing on the branches and stuff. And then yeah. you get up underneath the tree canopy and wait until you get a good shot, and then you got you a squirrel. But squirrels really a great protein. Uh, I know my wife is sitting there rolling her eyes right now because she she will not eat squirrel. <laughs> I've told her. I said, "Well, hun, you've already had squirrel. Don't tell me when you gave me squirrel." I don't want to know about it. Now she has no problem eating elk or deer or bear or anything like that, but she, she does not like the squirrel thing, but she liked it. It was good. I gave her, you know what I, you know, and I don't know. I think I've talked about this before on the air. When Jenny and I first met, uh, you know what I brought her for, uh, the, the first date, you know what I brought her? What? I didn't bring her flowers. I didn't bring her a bottle of wine. Too cheesy. Too cheesy. You know what I brought her? Yeah. Huh. I brought her a big Tupperware container of, of uh, elk chili. Elk chili. Elk chili. Oh, I man. made elk chili, and I said, this is for you. Now, you talk about a, you talk about a, uh, a, 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 a break in the ice. Yeah, a real Casanova. There. Yeah, I mean, you know, she would never forget that as long as she lives. Yeah. You know, flowers, you know, flowers are great. You know, don't get me wrong. A bottle of wine's nice. You don't think she went to work next day and said, you know what my, uh, my, my date last night brought me elk oh, chili. chili. Yeah. yeah. I trust me. That was the conversation around the, the water cooler. I had to be. Uh, absolutely. And you know, and what a way to get into her heart. <laughs> what yeah. a way to sweep her off her feet. With I, elk I'm chili. telling you. I mean, flowers, only some of them are edible. Yeah, <laughs> Tony, there's a lot of wine. Tony says, tell Jenny squirrels are good. <laughs> she, well, hey, Tony, she liked it. She just didn't know she was eating squirrels at the time. <laughs> Never wants to know again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you ever have anything left of a little after shooting with a 20? Yeah, Ken, you just shoot them for like 20, 50, 25 yards away. I mean, yeah. Absolutely, man. You just shoot them in the head, man. That's where you... You know, some people like shooting them with 22s. I don't, I don't personally, I didn't like doing it because a 22 round carries for a long way. You know, if you're shooting up in the air, you know, I, you know, I would rather a 410 or a 20 gauge is plenty. So, yeah. I mean, when I was real little, I mean, I think I even started with a 12 gauge, you know, but I don't know. Gray's, gray squirrels, fox squirrels, they were good. Uh, fried, you know, and I don't want to go Bubba, I don't want to go Bubba, not Bubba, but Forrest Gump on you here, <laughs> but it's like, it's like fried squirrel, you know, baked squirrel, grilled squirrel, Oh, grilled squirrel's good, uh, squirrel and dumplings, squirrel and noodles, <laughs> squirrel and noodles, squirrel and noodles is amazing. Squirrely noodles. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, squirrel's good, man, but I, I think my all time favorite way of eating squirrel and my mom, my mom loved squirrel. 
she she did. Um, and that's just to quarter it and fry it up and then have mashed potatoes and milk gravy and fresh green beans. I mean, that oh, that's man. a great meal. Yeah. You know, that sounds good. I'm telling you, man. So I remember last year during the pandemic, there was a lot of folks squirrel hunting because, you know, meat was so high and there was a meat shortage for a while. I mean, there were people eating wild game like never before. Yeah. I mean, there was squirrel helper was flying off the shelves. That's how popular squirrels were last year. So anyway, I had a, I had an email today about what, what's going on with squirrel. Definitely the best way. Thank you, my cat. Beth, Beth, uh, definitely the best way. Bethany, what was Beth? I don't even know. Bethany, what that, I don't even know what that came. That's an ingenious combination of definitely and Bethany, and that was, uh, I think, done very, very Beth, well. Be definitely the best definitely. thing. Definitely the best definitely. thing to do. I'm gonna. So. I'm going to record that and use that later. Are you going to do that? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be on the button bar. Sponsor of the week is America's Best Apparel. Mike and Sue do a wonderful job in West Des Moines. Hey, they're looking for help. If you're looking for a great job, uh, Mike and Sue are some of the nicest people in the world. They're out there in West Des Moines. They've got a really nice shop. They do a lot of work out there. They're getting flooded with uh, national orders. Last year was tough for everybody. Uh, but especially, you know, people uh, in the t-shirt business because people weren't having conventions, they weren't traveling. Um, and uh, that's all coming back now. Everything's starting to open up. So they they need some help. So if you're looking for a great job, um, I, I mean, they pay really well uh, and they got benefits. Give uh, Mike or Sue a call over at America's Best Apparel and they're definitely looking for good people. So there you go. Get you a, Get you a good job out there. Uh, let's see. Tell you what, let me, 718 and some change. Let me take a real quick break. We come back, we'll talk a little fishing right here with Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning and God bless the USA. So there you go. Tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to give away four pairs, or I'm going to give away two pairs of tickets right now. If you want to call in 244-1350, 244-1350, Andrew will get you on the line. Good morning, Stewie. How you doing, buddy? It's my buddy, Stewie, over there uh, at Advanced Family Dentistry. Mr. Stewie is a, vet, is a veteran, and uh, he's just uh, loves the outdoors, and uh, we love Stewie. 244-1350-244-1350, and Andrew will hook you up. So we'll give away two pairs of tickets for next Saturday's games, and uh, we're going to need your email because we're going to email you the tickets. Uh, actually, the Cubs will email them to you Monday or Tuesday. So let's do the Sportsman's Warehouse Fishing Report. Uh, you want to catch some crappies or gills? Uh, here's some advice from the DNR. Use small bait hooks. The, the smaller, the better with a chunk of worm for gills. If you're at bluegills, that is, I always call them gills. If you're not getting bites in shallow water, cast out to deeper water and lower the, the, the bait deeper. So you want to adjust the de the depth of using a bobber. You're going to want to adjust the, the, uh, the depth of the bobber between the, the distance between the hook and the, and the bobber. So just trying different things. They say, get your bait right on the edge of a vegetation in the pond. As you're fishing, fishing will, fish will often hide in the vegetation. They do that to get out of the sun. So, and then there's little fishies in the vegetation. So, you know, they're going to go where lunch is and where it's in the shade. I mean, what do we do? We, we always want to get in the shade, right? That's what fish are doing. Cast and slowly retrieve small jigs if under a bobber isn't getting bites. 
So take the bobber off and throw it out there and slow retrieve, bounce it, jig it up and down, and you'll go from there. All right, regular fishing report, Arrowhead Lake, black crappie bite is fair. Uh, minnows on, on a small jig fished in deeper water near structure or producing fish. Gills, look for bluegills in deeper water near structure, largemouth bass, a variety of different bass baits working along the weed edges, top water, spinner baits, rapalas, shad wraps, uh, whopper poppers, all those are producing bass up at Arrowhead. Blackhawk Lake, water temperatures in the 70s, lake levels about 10 inches below crust on the spillway. Uh, crappie bite is fair, gills are slow, walleye are slow, uh, twisters thrown from shore on a, a leech or live minnow fish under a bobber along the ice house point, the north shore, and along the shore of the outlet are producing bites. Largemouth bass bite is fair, traditional bass baits along the, uh, the shore areas and rocks and vegetation are along the docks. Brushy Creek, water levels are at crest on the spillway, yellow perch is fair, small jigs with a crawler or minnow under a bobber along the shore are drifted near structure in 10 to 15 feet of water is producing fish. Uh, gills are fair. Look for gills nesting up near the shore areas. Pick up fish in 10 to 15 feet of water. Walleye bite is slow. Use a minnow or a leech fished under rocks and woody structures. Largemouth bass bite is good. Try weedless lures along vegetation, frogs, mice, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a woolly booger, anything like that. Uh, <laughs> Larry Mac Larry McCoy and I did a podcast with uh, Bo Harris <clears throat> uh, Thursday from Bojangle Baits. He's got a new bait out uh, that is uh, that's uh, I'll have to tell you about it later. It's it's pretty funny, but uh, we're, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm going to have to talk to Mike and Sue about getting some shirts made or something. There, it's it's hilarious the name of the of the lure, uh, but I'll uh, I'll tell you more about that when I figure out what I'm doing. Uh, black crappie bite or crappie are still being found near shore, but most are being picked up in about 15 feet of water. Storm Lake, including little storm Lake water clarity is around three to five feet in most areas. The channel catfish bite is good. there. cut bait or troll crank baits along the shore. Catfish are spawning walleye are fair. The shore bite is slowed. Anglers are still picking up fish mid lake while trolling along dredge cuts using crank baits and spinners with crawl crawlers during the midday. If fishing from shore, Try a leech or crawler fished under a bobber in areas where the rocky subs, uh, where the rock in the evening or in the dusk. I think it's rocky structure in the evenings. I but I I don't know what that. I think that's a typo. White bass are fair. Troll on the dredge cuts and crankbaits and spinners with crawlers. Anglers are also picking up fish from shore with crawlers fished under a bobber. Largemouth bass bite is fair. Uh, let's see. Vegetation along docks and traditional bass lures or weedless lures are producing fish. Gills are fair. Minnows or crawlers fished under a small jigger bobber near vegetation is pro uh, producing the most bluegill bites. Swan Lake up in Carroll County. The gills are fair. Fish are about seven to eight inches. Small jigs fished under a bobber near shore. Black crappie bite is fair. Fish are about six to ten inches being found. Most have moved offshore. Largemouth bass is fair. Upper Pine Lake, the crappie bite is fair. Drift fish uh, on a tube jig in deeper water of the lake. Early morning bite is best. Gills are good and bass are fair. East Ogoboji Lake, water temperature is about 79 degrees. Leechers or worms with a slip bobber are a simple way to get some success out there. Fish are moving offshore. Fishing by boat is best. Black crappie bite is fair. Try fishing close to docks and hoists. Trolling weed lines has been successful for many anglers. Crappie bite is hard to target specifically but can be caught, uh, they can be found caught mixed with other panfish. Bluegill bite is fair. Pumpkin seeds are good. 
East Ogoboji Lake, the water temp is 79 degrees. Leeches and worms with a slip bobber are a simple way to get some success out there. Crappie bite is fair. Try fishing close to docks or hoist. Trolling weed lines has been successful. Crappie are hard to target specifically, but can be found mixed. Uh, gills are fair. They're starting to move off, move off their beds and out of the shallows. Leeches or worms in a simple bobber setup works well. Pumpkin seed are good. Lost Island Lake anglers have had consistent success with yellow perch and a few other species. Minnewashita uh, Lake, pan fishing has been good. Crappie bite is fair. Gills are fair. Pumpkin seeds are good. Spirit Lake, water temperature is 79 degrees. Water bite is, the walleye bite has been hit or miss for most nights. The walleye, the day bite has been fair to poor unless you're right on top of them. Bluegills are starting to sit on beds. Bluegills are moving uh, off of their beds to deeper water. Uh, yellow uh, yellow perch bite is fair. Walleye are fair. Uh, slip bobbers along the weed edges are producing some walleys. West Okoboji Lake, water temperature is 77 degrees. Fish are moving just offshore. Anglers are slowly tra slowly tra trolling. Weed lines have been successful catching a variety of species. Gills are fair. Black crappie are fair. Fish are moving just offshore. Um, making trolling or fishing by boat your best bet for success. Three mile, the courtesy docks are installed at the main boat ramp. Walleye are fair. Try jigs tipped with a nightcrawler or leeches. Fish along creek channels and 10 to 15 feet of water in the flooded timber to catch walleys of all sizes. Bluegill bite is fair. Jigs fished under uh, creek channels. Uh, try jigs fishing creek channels or in the flooded timber in 10 to 15 feet of water. Uh, catching blue Folks are catching gills up to eight and a half inches. Their largemouth bass bite is fair, is good uh, near to cedar tree brush piles or along weed lines. 12 mile, uh, the dock is in on the main ramp. Largemouth bass bite is fair. Gills are fair. Walleye are fair. Uh, people are picking up walleye along the creek channel in the flooded timber in 10 to 15 feet of water. Uh, Big Creek, walleye are fair. Try jigging or trolling crawler and leeches from the marina around to the beach, the east boat ramp bay, and the west boat ramp bay. Black crappie bite is fair. Trolling or casting jigs with live minnows in 5 to 15 feet of water is the best bite is early morning and just before dark. Wipers are fair. Try, try trolling or casting shad imitating crankbaits or spoons. Uh, Boone District Farm Ponds, the bluegill bite is good, so are the bass. People are picking up bass on retrieving spinnerbaits, crankbaits, and soft plastics. Des Moines River channel cap uh, is excellent. Wipers are uh, fair. Don Williams Lake, black crappie bite is fair. Gills are fair. Hooper area pond, gills are good. Um, as the lake lowers and fish are concentrated, catch bluegills readier in crappies with live bait under floats or cast small plastics. There are no size or bag limits on Hooper right now. Red Rock Reservoir, the channel catfish bite is good. Crankbaits around rock or drift cuts are producing fish. White crappie are fair. Drift or troll plastics and coves off the main lake or white breast arm. Uh, let's see. White Rock Creek Lake, bluegill bite is fair. Crappie are good. Channel catfish bite is good. So there you go. There's your fishing report for the day. Morning, Dave Jones. How you doing, buddy? See if I missed anybody. Uh, no, I think I'm good, man. I think I'm good. So, all right, 732 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. But before I do, let me tell you about Herman's Fine Jewelers. Um, you know, jewelry stores, there's a lot of jewelry stores out there. 
And you can find them in the malls. You can find them on most of the plazas. Uh, I can think of several right off the top of my head. But there's only one Herman's. And the reason Herman's sets themselves apart is Don and Frank have been doing this for 39 years, helping helping people in the West Des Moines area. They're at, right off University in West Des Moines, 2900 University out there. You can't miss them. Uh, plenty of parking. And they just, they're just good people. And it's hard to find people that do such a good job as Herman's Fine Jewelers. But, you know, they're there. I've been telling you about them so long. Look how look how my 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 cheat sheet is. I mean, look how rattled that is, huh? I mean, that's pretty tore up. I'm showing everybody on Facebook Live how bad my sheets tore up. They've been with me for a long time. They've probably been with me 14, 15 years, and they the reason that they've been with me is because they're such nice people. Um, you can't find a better better folks to take care of you for your wedding plans. They've got over ten thousand diamonds and mountings in stock. They can do custom jewelry. Like when I got my elk, I took my elk ivory out there. They made a pendant cross for me with one of the elk tooth. And um, he's making an elk ring for me now that's just going to be off the charts. And, you know, you just can't find that at the mall. If you want to have someone to do something special to make a, a memory that that's going to make a big impression, go check out the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers. If you have stuff laying around that you just don't wear anymore, why let it sit there and clutter dust or, you know, take up space at home? Take it over to Herman's and let them give you an appraisal on it. Chances are they'll buy it off of you and you're going to be able to get something uh, something nice that you're going to use. And, you know, it just, you know, that's what I did. I had a couple pieces I didn't wear anymore. I took them over to Herman's and uh, I had enough to buy a trolling motor. It all works out. Herman's Fine Jewelers. They're great people. They'll take great care of you. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. All right. I'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a good 4th of July weekend. Uh, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi is watching us on our Facebook live stream this morning. Thank you, Obi-Wan. Appreciate that. Crown doing good, man. Dude, good work. Uh, Advanced Family Dentistry. That's where Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi can be found. Chris Steele uh, on Facebook Live says, Good morning, Dan. Question on a Limitic. Thoughts or whether a snug fit base layer or a loose fit over a or, or is better than a base layer? Uh, Chris, the way a Limitic works is you want to keep that on the outside. So if you got regular clothes on and you have like a Limitic underneath, you're not really helping yourself. The way that works is that Insectashield is actually bonded into that fabric. So when a tick or a chigger or a biting insect gets on you, that in, that that insectashield uh, that's bonded in the fabric, it disrupts their nervous system, and they can't stay on it. So don't try to wear it on the outside. Like when I was just out this week, I was putting some mock scrapes out again and some horizontal rubs on a couple of my farms. Um, I had my um, Olympic bibs on. I had Olympic socks. And then I had a regular shirt over it and the word I did see ticks. I didn't have any ticks on me, um, as far as sticking to me, but, um, I did find some crawling because I didn't have a, an, I didn't have an Olympic shirt on. So I always wear it on the outside. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one of my Olympic long sleeve shirts cause it's just, it was so hot and I was out there, you know, digging, I was digging scrapes out and everything else. I didn't want to wear a long sleeve shirt cause it was miserable. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sacrifice one of my, one of my long sleeve shirts, Limitic shirts, and I'm going to cut the sleeves out. Um, and then I, that way I'd be a little more comfortable when it's that, when it's a hundred degrees out there and, you know, and that humid, but definitely want to do it on the outside of you. Um, if you were, but if you wear a shirt, a hat, I'm sorry, a shirt and pants or bibs and the socks, you won't have any ticks on you. And I, I would go ahead just for just X protection. Um, I do spray my hat and my boots and stuff with uh, lethal scent, uh, lethal, uh, products, bug and tent. Tick uh, repellent. So, good morning, Tom. Happy Fourth to you too, buddy. I appreciate that. So that that works pretty well. It really does. So, so let's see. I told you about uh, all the fishing reports, and that was brought to you by the fine folks over at Sportsman's Warehouse. Appreciate Jake and all the gang over there. So the Iowa Department of Natural Resources is looking for help to count turkeys. You want to count turkeys, folks? <laughs> hey, you're welcome, Chris. Hey, Chris, too, um, if Sportsman's does not have a limited clothing in stock, uh, I don't, I was, I didn't, I know they had some the other day when I was out there, but if they're out, you can always go to gamehigh.com and they've got bundles on sale right now. And you can, you don't have to have camo. They actually have khaki colored to limited clothing. If you don't, you know, if you want to wear it out, you know, if you don't want to wear camo all the time, not that anybody wouldn't want to wear camo. I mean, that's the new black, right? Camo. But, uh, they, they do offer that in a non-camel uh, variety as well. But, you know, either one will take great care of you. So they're looking for help counting turkeys. And I'm not talking about your neighbors. I'm talking about the little fine feathered friends that we like to go out every spring and pursue with our bow or shotgun. Uh, did we have a call or somebody want tickets? We had someone calling in saying, uh, saying that they uh, talked about a limit tick. And how they like that, and uh, they, they said, "Keep doing what you're doing." Yeah, well, Limitic's good, man. It's good stuff. So, where was I talking about counting turkeys? Wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, you were talking about counting turkeys, not your neighbors. The actual things go out and hunt with your bow and arrow. During the month of July and August, wild turkey sightings are recorded to estimate this year's nesting rates and nest successes. Now, I just had the Missouri Department of Conservation's. Uh, director, deputy director on, and we were talking about Missouri's actually doing a poult study, uh, a poult mortality study right now. Good morning, Chris Roberts. Good to see you, buddy. Um, there, the, the turkey numbers are definitely in decline. Uh, the, there's a lot of things and we talked about this after turkey season. I'll try to cover it again. There's several things that are going on. The first thing is habitat. Um, habitat has changed since the eighties the late eighties. That's when our Turkey populations were probably at our, at their highest peak. Um, if you don't have good nesting cover, those hens are going to move to where the, the, they're going to be able to hatch those poults and find insects and stuff for them to eat without having to put a lot of stress or lose a lot of energy doing so. They're, they're good moms. That's what they do. And I like, I'll give you a prime example. One of my little honey holes that this spring I, I had, I have, historically been out there several years and was able to get a show done within a day because the, I knew where they were roosted. There was an abundance of birds, but the, this year there was no birds out there. And part of the reason was there's two reasons. One, there was a guy out there that moved his blind in closer to where I was that he was, he was bumping the birds off the roost for one. He was too close. 
The second was the, the, the switchgrass, the tall grass and the nesting cover was all burned off during, you know, like in March. So what did those birds do that from the pressure and losing that nesting cover, they moved about a mile South. So that's what I kind of, it, I had to drive around to figure it out, but I finally figured it out. It just ruined a great spot, but that's what, you know, if you're not seeing birds in a, in a spot that you normally do, that could be one of the issues that you, you know, as far as it might not be the pressure, but it could be that the nesting, the habitat has changed. So you want to look at that. The second thing is trapping is an all time low right now. Um, the fur prices just are not worth anything. Uh, you know, it, it does take money and time to go run trap lines. And if people are only getting a dollar or two, uh, for a coon or a raccoon pelt or, um, a, uh, a rack, a, a coyote pelt, you know, they're not going to be out there actively doing trap lines. And you know, those are nest robbers are, are have a, an impact on nesting successes on our wild turkey hatches. And it's just not, you know, there's, I always say the big three skunks, raccoons, and possums. Those are usually the big three that I hear about more than anything. Then coyotes and then bobcats. Bobcats are after the poults. Um, and the, but you also have snakes, you got squirrels, you got birds, other, you know, blackbirds, uh, crows or, you know, any, uh, any, there's a uh, mice. There's a lot of different animals are out there that if they f come across the, uh, an unguarded nest, you know, they're going to make a meal of that. So with trapping being at an all time low, you know, that means there's more predators out there and you know, that makes it a little tougher, right? I think right now, if I remember correctly, they said nest nesting successes, having a, having a successful clutch is about 25 to 30%. And it, that's a, that's good. They said. So, um, I don't know. I, I just, I just think that there's uh, things that we can do to manage if we own ground or we lease ground, you know, we could try to put in more cover, you know, put more inviting habitat in for not only the turkeys, but our, our quail, our pheasants, uh, other game birds and stuff like that. And Hey, don't forget it. When you talk about predators for turkeys, don't forget about, uh, avian predators, owls, um, owls, eagles. Hawks, you'd be shocked how many owls, eagles, or hawks take advantage of eating uh, young turkeys. I mean, it's crazy. I actually have footage of an eagle hitting one of my decoys. Yeah, how about that? Uh, and I, there was a couple on YouTube that people did that. So um, I, don't, I think I still got that. But it, I about I about uh, what was that? And then I looked over and I saw an eagle flying away. It was like I heard a chunk. And I was like, what was, you know, and then all of, there goes an eagle, you know? So, you know, how many times have you been sitting in a tree stand when a farmer starts combining a field and you start seeing pheasants running for the timber and a hawk come out and scoop them up? I've seen that half a dozen times over the years, you know? Yeah. Hey, they're doing what they're just doing what they, they do. They doing what they can. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do anything about the hawks or the eagles. They're federally protected. Yep. You know, we can't say hawk. It's what's for dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't say that, you know, cause they're protected, but, um, you know, that, that's, that's a big part of it right there. So counting, you know, anything we can do to help with the success of the turkeys, you know, we need to do that habitat habitat's going to be the key more than anything. And then if we, you know, if we can, uh, figure out a way to get more people trapping, you know, I, you know, I, it'd be, it really would help, but 
you know, like Mike was saying down in the the director of, down in Missouri. Mike was saying if you're gonna if you're gonna do trapping, you're gonna have to stay with it and hit it hard all the time to really make a dent in your in your predator population. So you just can't go out there and do trapping one or two times and then say, well, that's gonna make a big difference. It's not because they they're gonna have their offspring. Uh, raccoons are are prof- proficient breeders. So are coyotes. You know, they're pupping all the time. Um, so you really got to stay with it. The nice thing about coyotes, predator hunting has really taken off over the years. Um, there's a lot of folks out there hunting yotes and, uh, you know, they're doing it now with the, the night scopes They're they're out there doing, you know, those thermal imaging scopes and stuff like that. And then, you know, after deer season, you know, it gives people a time to extend in the field. So there's, there's different things out there that, uh, folks can do, but we definitely need more trappers you know, God bless our trappers. So, so if you would be interested in, in going out there and just seeing how our nesting success is doing, uh, get a hold of the conservation department each year, the, uh, each year, the, the DNR is looking for folks to do that. Uh, if the participation is really easy, you just want to note the date and the County in which the Turkey are seen. If it was an adult, female, adult, male, males have beards on their breasts. And if, you know, how many poles or baby turkeys were present and then, uh, sign, do an online survey or do a field survey card. And if you want to help, just go to Iowa Turkey Reports um, at surveygizmo.com and uh, you can sign up from there. Each year, DNR mails survey cards to select turkey hunters who are asked to provide production information on turkeys they've seen. If you do not receive a survey card and you are still encouraged to report turkey sightings using the Iowa DNR web link on the page. Annual population surveys conducted by the DNR are an important component of managing the wild turkey seasons. Turkey populations can fluctuate annually across all regions of the state. All participation is uh, appreciated. And that's from our Jim Coffee, our buddy down there. You got the trap every year, 30 to 40 sets, Mountain Man in Pennsylvania says. Mountain Man's an avid trapper. So he says you have to do 30 or 40 sets uh, every year to make an impact in an area. I believe that, Mountain Man. I can I can hear him saying that right now. Now, Dan, you have to do thirty to forty sets to make a major impact on that area. I can hear him say that plain as day. I just heard him right now. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. That's he my, spoke to me. That's Mountain Man. I was mm-hmm. I was channeling my inner Mountain Man. It really moved me. Did it? Yeah. Well, he moved Mountain. <laughs> Jesus did that too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, wow. That's to be in. That's rarefied air. Uh, he's laughing. Mountain man's laughing. Thank, I can hear him right now. Thank, thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Ah. Oh, DNR forecast the Iowa 21 fall pheasant population. I'm going to tell you about that when we come back from the break right here on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan. On 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. So the DNR is Iowa 21 fall pheasant population to be similar to 2020. If Iowa pheasant hunters like the hunting they had in 20, they will be happy again in 2021 based on the annual pheasant nesting forecast. Iowa's pheasant population should be similar to slightly higher than last year, said Todd Bogenschutz, upland wildlife biologist 
for the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. Todd bases the forecast on a model using the 1961-90 winter and spring weather data to predict the hen pheasant survival uh, ration. For the 2021-21 winter, uh, most of Iowa was as uh, at or above normal snowfall totals, which likely reduced hen pheasant survival. Which likely reduced hen pheasant? I don't, make, I don't understand that. April and May's spring was significantly drier than normal across the state, which indicates that hens had survived, probably had a good hatch. Hmm. I don't think we had a lot of winter mortality last night. I wonder if that's a typo. That may be a typo. That's probably a typo. Uh, given that information, our weather model is predicting pheasant population will be unchanged to slightly higher in 2021. So there you go. All right. I'll be back right after these fine words. New hour of outdoor power right here on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to hour number two of the Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan show on 1350 ESPN. Hour number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, please go out to your nearest elite dealer. Uh, Archery Field and Sports in Altoona is one. Mark will take good care of you out there. You can try the Remedy. You could try the Encore. You can try the Ember. And he's been selling a lot of Embers out there. Or you can go to Sportsman's Warehouse up in Altoona, whatever's closer for you. And uh, they've got a full selection of uh, elites there for you, too. The Encore, the, em- uh, the Encore and the Remedy uh, and the Cure all have the set technology. That's the simplified exact tuning and that is one of the easiest ways for you to ever tone, to, uh, <laughs> tune a bow. Can't talk this morning. Uh, that'll help you uh, with your broadheads and get tighter groups like never before. You don't even need a bow press anymore to tune your bow. You can just do it with that set technology, and it's amazing. So go check them out. And, and you can always go to EliteArchery.com and check out all the new models and everything else there. So my wife wants to know when I sent when when did I give her squirrel. Yeah, that's honey. That's that's classified. I can't tell you that because then uh, if I try to sneak some squirrel in somewhere, you know, <laughs> you're gonna know. Uh, classified maybe, information, dear. Maybe you don't even want to know. Well, it was back when we first started dating. Maybe that's too much information. Ah, uh, she'll be all right. <laughs> she'll be all right. Uh, she'll get through it. She'll get through it. Yeah. Conservation Reserve Program plays an important role in providing habitat for pheasants and quail. U.S. Department of Na- the USDA. Uh oh. <laughs> Watch out for that kale when you have your next meal that I hide. I I I just I don't like kale. <laughs> So, touche, hon. Touche. Uh, touche. Way to go. Touche. You're stepping your game up, hon. You can't get by her. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, where was I? CRP plays an important role in providing habitat for pheasants and quail. The USDA is expected to restart the general CRP sign-up next week. For more information about CRP, which stands for the Conservation Reserve Program, 
Uh, for more information, uh, visit the DNR website, www.iowadnr.gov forward slash habitat. Uh, CRP lands uh, enrolled in the DNR's ha- Iowa Habitat and Excess Program, IHAP, have increased and offered excellent hunting in addition to Iowa's other public lands. The IHAP program provides incentives to help landowners with pheasants and quail habitat in exchange for public hunting access. If you want more information about IHAP, just go to iowadnr.gov forward slash IHAP. Man found in Aquabi has been identified. A man found dead in Lake Aquabi on Sunday, June 27th, has been positively identified as jo- uh, Joshua Sweden, 33, of Indianola. The Iowa Office of the State Medical Examiner performed an autopsy on Monday on Sweden, but the official cause of death has not yet been determined. Pending further investigation and autopsy results on Sunday, at approximately 10.15, a body was spotted floating in Lake Aquabi, Aquabi, approximately 20 yards from shore in the beach swimming area. DNR Park staff, Warren County Sheriff's Office, deputies, and other medical personnel responded to the scene, located the body, and brought it to shore. The body was then transported to the Iowa Office of the State Medical Examiner in Ankeny. Hmm. Iowa Scholastic Clay Target Program crowns youth sporting clays champions. 252 athletes from 30 Iowa teams participated in the 2021 Iowa Scholastic Clay Target Program, SCTP, Skeet Championship held June 24th through the 27th at the new Pioneer Gun Club in Waukee. The PC Eagles took home first place, women's individual, individual and top varsity squads in Skeet, while the Pella Shooters Club took home uh, first place in the men's varsity individual, as well as third and fourth place varsity squads in Skeet. Find a complete list of the results online at uh, com forward slash nationals. Men's varsity individual skeet, Alex, or Alec Vandernord, uh, Pello Shooters Club, Noah Debo, DeBeef, I guess you could say DeBeef, of the PC Eagles, Michael Lumberg of the Pleasant Valley area, Nathan Romans, Pleasant Valley, Carver Van, uh, Van Z of the Pello Shooter Club, Carson Simon, Oskaluska Shooting Club, the women's varsity individual skeet, Emily Udermark of uh, the PC Eagles, Haley Starmer of the Pella Shooters, Aaron Nepal of the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars, Bailey Oliver, Des Moines City Clay Crushers, uh, Elizabeth um, Eisenbarth of the Pella Shooting Club, or Shooters Club, excuse me, Jenna Smith of the Mount Pleasant Panthers, the Mount Pleasant Panthers, I like that. Uh, Skeet Varsity Squads, Pella Christian Eagles, 581 points. Ankeny Centennial uh, Jaguars, 570 points, or 74 points. Pella Shooters Green Squad, 572 points. Pleasant Valley, 569 points. Pella Shooters Club White Squad, 565 points. Iowa's SCTP teams have participated in the state champions or are eligible to attend the SCTP National Championships held at the Cardinal Center on in Marengo, Ohio, July 8th through the 17th. For more information on the Scholastic Clay Target Program in Iowa, contact Chris at DNR Shooting Sports Coordinator uh, at 515-313-8048. That's 515-313-8048. 
um, or online at chris.vancorp at dnr.iowa.gov. How about that? Hmm, pretty cool. Congratulations to all the kids. So we might lose our live stream because my battery's drained. I don't, man, that's crazy. I had a full battery on my laptop. Just goes to show that uh, always need the charger. Yeah, always. I, you know, I do the stream for two hours on my iPhone. It's isn't that now, isn't that? Is I wonder if it's because I'm using two different softwares. Yeah, like that could be it. Yeah, more of a drain. More, yeah, definitely more of a drain. Hmm. The more you use, the more you drain. Good morning, Wade. How you doing over there at a live action decoys in Illinois? Good to see you. That's crazy. We're down to. Uh, As long as you're not in the single digits. 27, 27%. 27%. Battery, pre battery preferences. Uh, let's see. like doing your computer work during yeah, the live Yeah, hang on. I'm, I'm seeing if I can go into power mode. Power mode. That sounds like it may take more battery. I mean, power saving mode. I don't know. Let's, well, I know one thing. I can turn the brightness down. There you go. Kind of dim the lights a little yeah, bit. Yeah, dim the I dim the lights, but it did. You know, it didn't. It didn't affect the stream any. So there you go. Maybe that'll save us some battery. There, there you go. Good try. Good attempt. Technology, it's crazy. So anyway, so um, I've got what do we got? One pair of tickets. I still got a pair of Cubs tickets for next Saturday's Saturday night's game. Fireworks, all that other fun stuff. Plus, it's a, it's a salute to the outdoors. If you love hunting and fishing, if uh, you want to support the outdoors, that's a great game for you to go to. So 244-1350, 244-1350, if you want to call Andrew, all I all we're going to need is your name and uh, phone number and email, and uh, the Cubs will email you your tickets first part of next week, so you'll have them right on your phone when you go to the game. So don't even have to come to the station to pick them up. How about that? What do you know? That's It'll just a good be emailed thing. directly to your phone. How more convenient could you get? You could. I mean, that's that's the way to go, man. 244-1350-244-1350. And uh, Andrew will hook you up. So that's exciting. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. <laughs> man, you and that Phantom Callers thing, man. Yeah, well, I guess they just get, I don't know, scared. I don't think I'm that scary. I, you're not scary at all. Yeah. That's good to know. Smoker Joe Smelter is not going to be on today. He's on vacation again. Oh, man. What is that? Five vacations this year? Yeah. You know, it's, he's got to. I guess. He's 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 definitely watching a battery drain before the show. And watching a battery drain before the, is, is like trying to beat the arrival time of a navigation app. You know, Chris, I hear you, man. It's scary. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I, but I'm, I, I think, I think if by dimming the uh, screen, hopefully that'll save us enough to make it through the hour. So it's my own fault. I should have brought the charger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You'll learn. Next week I'll have, uh, well, next, uh, I'll just have to carry the charger with me, man. You will. Yeah. It'll have to happen. What are you going to do? You, you know? Stay next to an outlet. I just don't understand how is the battery in an iPhone. How does that last longer than a battery in a MacBook Pro? Uh, they've put a lot more effort into phones now because so many people do so much more on their phones so much more often than computers. Really? Yeah. 
I mean, you're, you basically walk with a mobile computer in your hand every day. Well, I don't know if a lot of folks know this or not, but did you realize that your 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 smartphone has more of a computer in it than what the Apollo uh, space missions had on the Apollo capsules? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Did you know that? Did you know that? That that's crazy. We'll talk about going to the moon and antique. It's amazing they pulled that off. Yeah. To be honest with you. I mean, looking back, it's if like... If a phone is more powerful than what they had on board computer on those space capsules, that's crazy. Yep. And that's something where you you just look at the times and you look at now and you go, my gosh, how much we've changed. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It, it really is. 244-1350, 244-1350. If you want to go to the Cubs next Saturday, not today, next Saturday... For the big outdoor day. All right. So I told you about that. Uh, our YouTube contest. We're still doing our YouTube contest. <laughs> Sorry. My dog is at the front door ringing the doorbell to come in. What a, what a very smart and uh, servant dog. Ray, Raven's got it going on, man. I mean, he, he knows. You know, and you know how he does it. I've got a ring doorbell. Those ring doorbells are awesome. Oh, I bet. It's, they're security cameras. Basically. So anytime Raven goes to the front door, the, uh, the doorbell rings, uh, on our app and lets us know that there's people at the front door. So he, he has his way. He goes, he's got his routine. He gets up in the morning, goes outside and does his dog thing and then walks around the yard, sniffs the air. And then he'll lay on the, he'll lay on the driveway for about five, 10 minutes, just checking out, scoping out the neighborhood. And then when he gets bored, he goes up to the front door, jumps up on the doorbell, and uh, either Jenny and I will hear the app go off, and uh, we go and let him in. That dog's that dog's smart, man. It's like having his own valet service. I'm telling you. So our YouTube contest on Respect the Game TV, we're still doing it. We are very close to giving away that Camp Right camping package. Uh, if you go to outdoorsdn.com and just uh, look where it says you want to want to win a free hunt. It's in big, bold, red letters. Um, all you got to do is subscribe to Respect the Games TV's YouTube page, and you can watch some great shows, see some funny things on there. There's a lot of good content on there for you to check out. Um, we, we're just going to randomly draw a name. Once we get to uh, the level that we want, We're I think we're only like 60 or 70 people short for that camping package. We already gave away the cooler. And then after that, we're giving away that $3,500, um, is it $3,500 or $4,500? I think it's $4,500 that whitetail or mule deer hunt to, uh, trophies plus outfitters in Alzada, Montana, where I'm going to go mule deer hunting this fall and a brand new bow. So that's when we get to uh, 3,500 subscribers since we started the contest. So, and, and you get a $250 gift card. So that's like a $5,000 deal. Pretty cool, huh? Just go to outdoorsdan.com, look on the homepage, just scroll down and you'll see how to enter. And if, once you go to YouTube, just look for the video, the little thumbnail video I did, and it'll tell you how to enter. It's easy peasy. Did you get your tickets? Yes, we did. Sure did. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah that's cool. We have a couple of very happy people come Saturday. Yeah, I well, you know, it's cool. And hey, what's really nice about those tickets, they're right behind home plate. So you got great seats. Which is nice. You're not way out in the way out in the left field or right field. You're right. You're right behind the plate. So, 
All right, 8.15 and some change. Let me take a real quick break, and I'll be right back on 13.50 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 13.50 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 13.50 ESPN. Hope everybody is having a great holiday weekend out there having some fun, getting ready to do your barbecues and all that other fun stuff. I'm going to talk about barbecue here in a second, but so watching the news this week, big mistake. Shouldn't have watched it. I, I should have just held to my, just check the weather and sports and leave it at that. But, uh, I, uh, the, uh, the constitutional carry law went into effect January, July 1st here in Iowa. You're familiar with that, Andrew? Yeah, somewhat. What do you know about that? Uh, not, no, no. Well, I'm just <laughs> no, asking. I just, know, I'm, I'm I just, just know of it. I don't know many details. I put him on the spot, Steve. It's basically that you can carry without having a, a, a carry permit. Huh. Okay. So the news was all of a Twitter, all a flutter <laughs> um, about, well, this gun crimes are going to go with violence and crimes are going to go up because of uh, this carry, you know, and it's like, really? So here's the thing. That constitutional carry, and if you want to call in on this, you're more than welcome to do that. 244-1350, That That law means that you can carry without having a, uh, now I don't, I don't know if it, you can do a concealed carry, but you can open carry. That means you have to, you know, have to wear it in plain sight is what my understanding of that is. Okay. And if I'm wrong on that, I apologize, but I, that's my understanding of it. I've got a traditional concealed carry permit, so I can conceal mine where nobody knows I have it on. But open carry means that you have the constitutional right to to, to open carry, if I'm, if I'm reading this right. But here's the thing. You know, the, everybody that's going to purchase that firearm is going to have to have a NICS check. They're going to have to go and get a, 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 a federally, federal background check. Yeah. Okay. So nothing's really changed on that, on that there's, you know, it's the same thing it was before it went into effect you had to go and get a background check done, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and they need to report that when they talk about this stuff, they need to say, now this doesn't mean that they don't have to have a background check, but they, they very seldom seem to mention that in the report. And I don't understand that. I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but it's like trying to raise, uh, fear or, you know, I mean, it, I don't know why else they would admit that from the report. Why are you, why are you trying to upset people? Yeah. You know, more people are killed every year by cell phones than are by guns in this country. More people are killed by cell phones than guns in this country. There are more people that are in fatal fatality wrecks from people texting and caulking on their cell phone than being shot by a firearm. I think there's over three, is it, is it 30 million gun owners? 30 million. Is it 30 million or is it, it's over 3 million. I, from the numbers I've said, and again, Google it real quick. Yeah, I'll look at that. Google it real quick. And how many, how many, how many gun owners are there in the United States? I, is it, is it 30 million? I don't know why that's sticking in my brain. You know, I've got a small brain. So, um, but I think it's 30 million and I could be wrong, 
Um, don't quote me on that. We're going to Google it. We're going to gaggle it and see if it comes up and see if it, yeah, but it's, it's a significant amount of people. If guns were the issue, things would be totally crazy in this country. There'd be, there'd be way more problems than there are now. What's funny, all these areas that constitutional carry has went into effect, violent crime has went down. They don't report that. What, what, what's the number? Well, right now we have an estimated from 200 million all the way up to 350 million. Oh, so 300 million. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking 30. So it's 300 million legal gun owners. In yeah. United States. So if, if guns were the issue, 300 million people, you would know it. Yeah. There'd be, <laughs> it wouldn't be a random hurt. shooting here. And listen, any gun, any, any gun violence or any, any, anybody that, takes that is mentally deranged and goes and shoots somebody for no reason or because they're upset. It, it that's that there one is too many. I'm not saying I'm not trying to minimize anything like that. But the gun didn't do it. It's the person. Exactly. Yeah. Why why is it when somebody gets hit with a car why why are they why don't they go after the car manufacturer? They don't. They go after the person driving the car. What's the difference between that and somebody shooting a gun? They why go after the gun? Yeah. Go after the person. Yeah. When I get a speeding ticket, they don't ticket my car. They ticket me. Right? Yep. It's the equipment that you as the owner use. Yeah. The the reason they don't do that, and I'm not gonna get political because I've told you I'm done with I'm done with political stuff. But that's just that's their way. When I say way, the extreme left, that is their way of trying to get our guns from us. And I'm going to tell you something. If if the government ever gets our guns taken away from us, we will not have a country anymore. Look at look at China, look at Russia, you know. You know, and then here's the other thing. Guns aren't if you take the gun away, they're going to use knives. They're already doing it. Right? Oh yeah. You know, if, if someone's a criminal, they're not supposed to have a gun anyway. So if you take the guns away from law abiding citizens, do you really think a criminal is going to care what the law says? No, they're criminals. They don't care. You cannot legislate ethics. And I don't know when people are going to get that through their noggin. <laughs> it, it'll take a while. Yeah. The gun's not the problem. It's the person behind the gun. Yep. And start start going after the individuals that are causing the problems. And I'll give you a great place to start. Government. Yep. Go why don't we just get rid of the government? You know, have a minimal government. We don't need the government the size of the government that we have now. We haven't in a long time. I'm getting political. Yeah. Is that political? Ah, we're starting to veer off course a little is it, bit, is it, but you know, it's kind of that gray don't area. Don't blame the web. Don't blame the tool. Blame the person using the tool. Exactly. If you want to chime in on that, 244-1350, They just, you know, they need to have, uh, they need to have balanced reporting. If they're going to report that stuff on the media, they need to say the background checks are going to, you know, federal background checks are still mandatory. Nothing has changed in that regard. So if, if everybody's playing by the rules, which they should be, then those people are, are going to, somebody that's not supposed to have a gun, um, should not get a gun. 
So exactly. And if you lie on your gun report, Hunter Biden, uh, you you should go to. It's a federal crime to lie on your on your Nick's report. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just shouldn't be able to get past that. No. Nobody's above the law, right? Absolutely nobody. And nobody. I know if I lied on a federal, on a Nick's report, I'd be in jail. Yep. So would you. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm done. I, I said my piece. Oh, da, 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 da. oh, Dave Bloom, our buddy from uh, JLM Gun Talk. He was on the news. He did a great job. Articulate as always. Way to go, Dave. Dun, 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 dun. What time is it? 827. Is it 827 already? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's just like, boom. Yeah. You're putting this car in. You want to, you want to, well, I tell you what, let's, uh, let's, uh, well, here, we'll wait a minute and then we'll take a break. And then when we come back, we'll do, uh, we got mail. We got mail again. You want to do that? We got more mail again. We got mail. We got mail. So next Saturday, if you're just tuning in, uh, we have the Iowa Cubs outdoor salute to the outdoors. Now, next year, this thing's really going to be big. Oh yeah, they're going to have they're going to have people from the NWTF there, Ducks Unlimited, National Wild Turkey Federation, uh, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. At least they're they're going to they're going to invite all of those conservation groups. They this was kind of like of a, a like a last minute trying to wait to see what was going to happen with opening the season, and mm-hmm. it was kind of a last minute try to get everybody together. The conservation department's going to be down at the at the ballpark on Saturday night. So you'll be able to uh, look at and talk to folks down there, look at some neat stuff. And I'll be down there uh, right by the main gate by the hot dogs. Oh, yeah, of course. Great, we gotta great, be by great the hot spot dogs. there. And I think Sportsman's Warehouse is going to be, excuse me, right there with me. So that'll be a place for you to uh, enter for the drawings uh, that we're going to be giving away on the field in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. And then if you, uh, while supplies last, if you come and enter at the table, I've got some Kershaw knife swags to give you, uh, some, uh, like a multi-tool and, um, and, uh, what else is in there? There's like, a, um, you know, I forgot <laughs> it's like, uh, there's like to- uh, towels and some other stuff. And you ever hate there, when you get into a sentence and you just can't well, get out. I'm just trying to, re- I know, I know one of them's like a bottle opener, screwdriver tool. And, but I can't remember what the other thing is, you know? So. But, Maybe and if you pillow. missed if you missed if you missed last hour, uh, the first five hundred people to come in is going to get a work sharp sharpener absolutely free, just for coming to the game. First yeah. five hundred people, boom, boom, you got a boom. sharpener, and it's one of those multi it's one of those little multi tool sharpeners too. So it's got little uh, you can actually take a little uh, tool tool bit and you can use it for like an Allen or you know like a star whatever yeah. whatever little Allen are. Uh, little bit tool that you use a lot, you can customize it. And then, uh, so that's a good deal. And then when you leave the first 500 people through the gate are going to get a sportsman's warehouse. hat. So we got you covered. No pun intended. See what I did there, uh, at the game. And, uh, it'll be a lot of fun, but somebody's going to win a thousand dollar elite bow. I think it's an encore. You're going to win a brand new encore hunting bow. Uh, someone's going to win a brand new grizzly cooler. And someone's going to win a $250 gift card to Sportsman's Warehouse while the game is going on, which is exciting. And I and I get to jump on the dugout, on top of the dugout with Cubby Bear. Well, that was way late. You're way late. No, that was, that was for Cubby Bear. Was that for Cubby, Cubby Bear? Yeah, that was, that was only for Cubby Bear. Yeah. You were just a side note. Yeah, well, that's all right. So, <laughs> yeah, Cubby Bear and I will be working up the crowd. Are you going to do the, are you going to get the shirt cannon? 
You know, I have I got to talk to the Andrew and the guys about that. I would love to be able to shoot the hot dog gun yeah. or the sure cannon. Sure cannon, hot dog gun. I mean, yeah. do it. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I could do the slingshot. The, yeah. the slingshot deal. Yeah. Are you going? Are you going to be at the game? Yeah. Well, maybe we can get you on the field. Yeah. I'll ask Andrew. There you go. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I would love to shoot the hot dog gun. I think that would be a lot of fun. That'd be yeah. You should. Yeah. We should also get free hot dogs. Uh, well, I'm not going to push my luck. I know one thing. I will be. I will be down at Stu's Barbecue getting some lemonade. I can tell you that already. I love that fresh lemonade. Oh man, I that, that stuff's the bomb, man. Yeah, yeah. See, we always had that when we went to hockey game. Exactly. Yeah, we we didn't even go to a hockey game last year. Oh, it was sad. It was sad. It was sad. All right, eight thirty-one and some change. Let me hit a break. We'll be right back uh, with we got mail right here on thirteen fifty ESPN. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. To stop what you're doing and listen. You got mail. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna wail. All right, we got mail. It's time for uh, the We Got Mail segment. Brought to you by the Darren Islander uh, American Family Insurance Office in Ankeny, Iowa. Thank you, Elvis. Uh, this week's question is from Lucas Barnes of Des Moines. What is your go-to stand for hunting the rut? So, Lucas, I'm thinking that what is my go-to stand for hunting the rut? I was thinking, is this for stand placement, or would it be what type of stand? So, I'll try and answer both real quick. Uh, basically, I love a ladder stand. A ladder stand, from, for me, is probably one of the most comfortable stands out there, and you can sit all day. When I, A lot of times, during from October, October, Halloween on... Until I usually sit for 10, 12 hours a day. Uh, I don't get out of the tree. I'll pack a lunch and stay in there because them deer are moving all the time. They're out there, you know, seeing what's going on. So I don't want to miss anything. So a ladder stand, you know, with the, the way they have the seats configured, they're, they're just more comfortable and you can sit out there and, and, uh, you know, not wear you out. Um, if I'm not using a ladder stand, if I'm in a, if I'm in an area that, uh, that's not going to work and, uh, a hang on stand, I like a bigger platform hang-on stand, and I'll use uh, climbing sticks, and uh, that's my go-to stands there. Uh, as far as location of a stand, travel corridors or pinch points are where I try to focus on the most for ruts because them deer are going to be going from uh, prop from farm to farm. They're going to be out there scent checking for does. So anytime you can get into a good travel corridor or a pinch point off a food source or a bedding area, you're going to have uh, bucks zipping in and out of there, scent checking those areas. So that that's the kind of places I look for when I'm looking for um, my my hunting the rut stand. So there you go. Good question, Lucas. Hey, you're going to get a work sharp sharpening system. Uh, if you want to take advantage of that, just go to outdoorsdan.com. Look for a little cartoon mailbox. Click on that, and uh, I will uh, send me an email, and I will hopefully draw your name out of the hat and answer your question, and it's uh, easy. I just lost my live feed on my computer. So we just went dark on Facebook Live. So, uh, zero Dark 30. Yeah, I was right going to say goodbye, but uh, what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> what are you going to do? So we're done. So, <laughs> how about that? Uh, 20 minutes short. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I didn't get a chance to end the. Uh, I did get a chance to say goodbye. To say goodbye. So hopefully that'll save on there. Ah, that's horrible. That was fun. That was while fun. it lasted. Fun while it lasted. Yeah, there you go. You still gonna get me free hot dogs at the game? <laughs> do you, do you what? You still gonna get me free hot? Well, dogs? Well, that's not your fault that I forgot the charger. So that's okay. Yeah. That's not my, that's not your fault. So, yeah. What are you going to do? No, not much you can do about it. Yeah. Well, apparently it's, it, 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 apparently it, uh, posted on there. So, uh, like the broadcast has been paused. It should resume shortly. No, it won't. (laughs) No, that's that, that is a lie. It's not going to. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, you don't get to see Dan's beautiful mug anymore. Well, that's all right. You know, we could just go for, go forever. That's all right. Bring the charger next time, you big dummy. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. That's all right. Big dummy. I am a big dummy. I forgot the charger. So, uh, I told you about the Cubs event. Told you about that. I told you about that. Respect the Game TV is on Sportsman's channels Mondays at 5, Tuesdays at 9.30, Wednesdays at 12.30, and Thursdays at 7. And we can also find us on the Hunt channel as well, Respect the Game TV, with Larry McCoy, Ryan Huser, and uh, Paul Biggs, all four of us. Hot dog. I'm telling you, it's hot, it is, hot dog. It's fun. So... I don't know when, I don't know when I, I probably won't be on the rest of the year now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So well, you're just going to go dark there too. Uh, no, I, I don't know if, I don't think they're going to air like my deer hunt and my elk hunt, uh, aired already. And yep. I didn't, and I didn't get a deer in, t- in Kansas last year. I got, I got skunked. Yeah. You that's know? right. I got, I got whiffy, I got whiffy fied, <laughs> uh, whiffed. <laughs> I, I said I whiffed the son. deer one son. I said son. I said you got whiffed son. I did. I got whiffed deer. The deer got me. Now cut that out. I'm telling you, I miss Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, man. Boy, boy, what's boy. the matter, you boy? Boy, I'm telling you, boy. Come here, boy. What's? Don't you know how to get that? What? What are? What kind of bird are you, boy? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I miss old. I miss old Foghorn Leghorn. But uh, I don't know. Just uh, and you know, turkeys. I don't think the turkey shows. They might now. They probably will air some stuff on the YouTube channel. They'll do digital stuff. Yeah. You know, but I I probably won't be on again until first quarter, unless unless they air some of our deer hunts this in fourth quarter. So hopefully, I you know, if I score, if I if I tag out in Montana, I'll I'll probably be on fourth quarter. But you know, I'm not going to count. I'm not going to hold my breath. There you go. Just uh, kind of snooze the guys at the top. It's hunting. I mean, the, I, you know, listen, you can go hunt some of the best spots in the world. You still got to get lucky and have a, you know, that animal come in and cooperate. So, and you got to have camera guy or, well, I'll have Matt with me in Montana. So I'll have a camera guy, which takes a lot of pressure off of me, which is nice. But, uh, and then I, and then I'll hunt, uh, I guess my next hunt will be Kansas. And then, but when I'm, when I'm here in Iowa, I'll probably be self-filming. Yeah. You know, like usual. So, man, I can't wait. I'm going to, I was looking at my decoy, my Dave Smith decoy. I was out putting those mock uh, uh, scrapes and stuff out this week. 
uh, right before it rained, it was perfect. And I got that all turned up and, uh, and, uh, I got, I put some, uh, some, uh, it's called tank. That's the name of the deer from pure whitetail. But I put some, uh, some, uh, buck estrus in there and some, uh, bachelor group. And then I put some doe estrus or not doe. I'm sorry. I put some buck urine in there. Are you still, uh, what, what, what are you still coming to life? Chad. Oh, that's my buddy at the pines. That's my buddy, Chad. I got to talk to Chad. Um, I put, uh, that, that, that buck urine in there. And then I, I didn't put doe estrus. I put doe urine. Sorry about that. It's too early for estrus. And then, uh, and then I took some of that mesmerized, uh, dehydrated, uh, doe urine and I put that out and man, I had deer hitting it like an hour, hour and a half after I left. So it was, uh, it was really crazy. Um, to see that on camera, but I can't wait, man. I cannot wait to, to get Halloween to get here. Uh, it's that I just love decoying deer. Um, putting that to putting that Dave Smith out there, getting my rattling horns and grunting. I've had, I've knock on wood. I've had so much luck in the last two years with encounters. I should have tagged out last year, but I was being too picky. And I mean, I, after we, I went back and looked at the footage and I passed on some really good deer. I shouldn't have passed on, but that is so exciting when you see a deer and you're rattling and that you see them ears pop up and then you hit that grunt call. And then, you know, those, those ears start moving back and forth, trying to locate. Don't ever, don't ever rattle or grunt when they're looking towards your area because you're going to give your position away. Um, I just got a deer picture. I see I'm talking about deer and I got a deer picture. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one of the, the positive side effects of having the stream die out is that I can check pictures. You can check pictures. Now. I'm looking right now. Ooh, look at that. Andrew. And look at that. For all those who can't see it right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and you know, out. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to all my stream buddies because I would show you on the stream, but that's a nice buck there. Woo! Man, man, I'm getting a look at all the deer pictures right there. There's 12, 14, man. That's a nice, that's going to be a nice buck. There you go. Oh, and there's a mommy. There's a mom. There's a mom and two babies. Oh, Bambi, Bambi junior. Uh, yeah, there's a spike. I'm just trying to, oh, that man, that's, that is a stud. That is a, that's a nice buck. I'm I'm really excited now. <laughs> look at that, Andrew. Look how big. Look up. And he's still got two months of growing. Yeah, he does. But man, man. that'll be a big guy. Yeah. Hello. That's a trophy. Hello. Hey. -o. Hello. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of doe pictures too. There. You know, that's the thing about those mock scrapes. Um, not only do the you know the bucks hit them, the doe. They the, a scrape is basically a communication center. That's how you got to look at a scrape. Those go in there to scent check that. So do bucks. That's how they. That's how they talk to one another. They communicate through the the scent glands and stuff. So they do scrape all year round. That's why I was out there putting that up. So, all right, I got to take a quick break. I'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader thirteen fifty ESPN.
All right. God bless the good old U.S. of A., huh? A little Martina McBride there for you. Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi, American Family Dentist. Obi-Wan Kenobi's out there making sure people's crowns, fillings, cavities, all that stuff are getting put right each and every day in the good old U.S. of A. And, you know, he's got help. He's got Dr. Stewart. He's got Dr. Brand. He's got Dr. Williams. TJ's, they're all doing some great things over there. If you're new to the area or just looking for a new dentist, please consider my friends over at America. It should be America Family Dentist. It should be. You know, the, yeah. the, I, I'm telling American you, family dentist, you should tell them that I should, I should tell them that you're America's not going to bring the dentistry. Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of thing. Uh, you know, Hey, you know, let's be patriotic. Yeah. You know? Let's go that route instead. <laughs> Off of Star Wars uh, and the Patriot. Yeah, I'm telling you 907 North Ankeny Boulevard. They've been helping folks for a long time. Voted best dentist in Ankeny for, for like forever. And there's a reason for that. They do a great job. All the staff over there are very friendly. As soon as you walk in the door, they'll take great care of you. And uh, they can even help you with the smile you always wanted with that Invisalign. They've got some amazing stuff going over there. 964-1490, 964-1490. Check them out anytime at inkinysmiles.com. Advanced Family Dentistry, that's where I go. If I have a dental need, I encourage you to do the same, and you will be happy. Big things coming with them guys here soon. I'll tell you more about that when I can, but big things happening. Yeah. Wow. Well, we got through it. I'm sorry for the Facebook Live fail. I'll... I'll bring the power cord with me from now on. <laughs> the day that will always be remembered. I had no clue that was going to drain that fast. Yeah, yeah just, I, you never I, know. I had no clue. So, you know, normally we do trivia, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do one more trivia. I'll do trivia. Here's your trivia question. Give me, and if you want a pair of uh, tickets to go to next Saturday night's game, this is the trivia, okay? Here you go. Ready? Super easy. Tell me the name. Of the bear that is making Principal Park his lair. <laughs> All you got to do, 244-1350, 244-1350. What's the name of the bear that makes Principal Park his lair? If you know the answer to that, then you call 244-1350, and I'll give you a pair of tickets to next Saturday's game. It's, a, it's an all-outdoors day at the ballpark. Hey, and here's and if I don't know if a lot of you missed this or not, but we're gonna we're gonna do a three D shoot at the ballpark here sometime this year, probably yeah. this fall, right? Probably right before hunting season. Wouldn't that be cool? Go out there, you know, come out there and shoot your bow inside the park. Oh man, wouldn't that be fun? Oh, I'm telling you, be that, all, be up there on the second tier and you know doing like a forty yard shot down to the field. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you're never gonna gonna have that kind of a venue to do that yeah again. they want to do it so i'm i'm working with mark over at archery field and sports and we're going to talk to mid-iowa archers and see if we can do a 3d shoot at the park and try to do that maybe once a year that's going to be a lot of fun all right i'm out of here uh if you're going to be celebrating do it responsible if you're going to be shooting fireworks off remember everything's dry out there so be careful and uh, we want you back next week i will be broadcasting live from principal park next saturday morning Till then, we're all in it together. Be good to one another. God bless and keep it here on 1350. Bye, everybody. Bye.